Hello and welcome. You're listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and their kids about games, <laughs> movies, and everything in between. I forgot what that first thing was that we always mention on the show. Games. Games. It is games. I don't know why. I was thinking Mario. That's why. Uh, I am your host, Michael Masick, and the other person you're listening to is my co-host, Jaden. Yeah, that's me. Jaden, we've got a full show tonight. Very full An show exciting tonight. show tonight. Uh, this is episode 35, and it's labeled It's Mario Time because it just so happened to be that Nintendo is celebrating Mario's 35th year anniversary, and it's the week of our 35th episode. It Woo-hoo! just coincided perfectly like that. Yeah. I'd like to see any other podcast that did that. I bet there's no one else out there that's doing this. There's probably a couple. I'm sure there's a lot talking about <laughs> it, but how many have 30? This is week 35 for them. Episode 35 for them. Us. See, we had to skip one week because of school for you two or three weeks ago. And if we didn't skip that, I'm saying that we'd be episode 36 right now and it wouldn't add up. Good point. This is Dad's Gaming Corner. As always, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Dad's GC as well as Facebook.com slash Dad's Gaming Corner. And be sure to drop us a line at HeyDad at Dad's Gaming Corner.com. That is all spelled out. We'd love to hear from you and your own stories. Um, it is Mario's 35th anniversary, but before we jump into that, there is one piece of news that we had to tag on here at the last minute because out of nowhere, no one saw it coming. At least I didn't see it coming. I didn't see any rumors or leaks or anything about this. But a new Zelda game has been announced for 2020. So, yes, this is coming to us here in, in no, end of November, in fact. So just two months away. You know, Jaden's all whatever about it, but we're still going to talk about it. It's Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. It's launching on the Nintendo Switch on November 20th. So we only have, yeah, a couple months until this is released. And so the reason Jaden's being all kind of eh about this, and if you haven't seen this yet, is that this is indeed based on the uh, Warriors style of gameplays. And so if you played any of the Warriors games, um, or even like Hyrule Warriors that was originally released, um, I know you can get it on the 3DS, you can get it on the Switch and, and other areas. Um, this isn't just your normal Hyrule Warrior game. Um, it's much more than that. So let me just read to you from Nintendo's own website. It says, A century before the events of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, the Great Calamity occurred. Hyrule was plunged into darkness, devastated by an evil force which transformed the kingdom forever. While the Great Calamity is touched on in uh, Breath of the Wild, fans have never experienced what happened before the catastrophic events until now. So when you're playing Breath of the Wild, you see the aftermath of Breath of the Wild. You see um, you know, the, the fields full of you know, weapons and broken weaponry and um, guardians, guardians yeah, yeah. that are half buried into the ground. Even soldiers, you know, like mm-hmm. the armor laying you know, have been there for, you know, a de- for a century now. This is all taking place. You know, Link- The divine beasts are all evil now. You got to get them back. Ganon's infiltrated everything. Um, in the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity game, players will be, sorry, I lost my spot. Players will be transported to the time before the Great Calamity happened, participating in epic battles against a backdrop of familiar locations in Hyrule before they were destroyed. The game stars recognizable characters from Breath of the Wild. So these are going to be from Breath of the, Breath of the Wild characters and not like um, Hyrule Warriors, which just basically was a celebration of all things Zelda from every Zelda game ever. Get all the characters in the mix. Basically, Hyrule Warriors, when it first came out, what it was is a, a Dynasty Warriors game that was just rethemed with with Zelda. That was it. There wasn't a real story or anything else. It was just very... Warriors gameplay, and that's it. This one is only Breath of the Wild themed. Um, it looks fantastic. In fact, I would, I'll even say this. I was watching some of the, the uh, went back and watched some of the uh, footage that Nintendo put out there. 
some of the uh, the the, um, the model arts for like Zelda and Link um, when they're fighting or else looked better, higher quality than Breath of the Wild. And so I'm curious if if Nintendo and so the company making the Warrior games, they're working really closely with the Zelda developing developing team itself. Mm-hmm. To, to really nail the story and everything else. I'm wondering if they're not pulling assets from Breath of the Wild 2, um, you know, because I'm sure it's running on, you know, the same engine but an upgraded engine, so higher graphics and everything else, and if not pulling over those new art styles as well. When you're watching the video for this, it looks like a Breath of the Wild game. And what's disappointing to me at first, which I know is your big deal, Jay, so I want you to talk to this, is the fact that this is a Warriors-style gameplay. So... Let's talk just a little bit about that. Yeah, okay. So, like you already said, the whole Hyrule Warriors thing, they already came out with that. And um, and I'm not trying to compare these because I know that this is an actual Zelda game and that was just Zelda skins. But just the whole um, just concept of the the Warrior game, uh, like the combat. Like the one versus a hundred right. versus... It's just so boring to me. Like, it. yeah, it was fun. But it was fun for like ten minutes. Which one did you play? Did you play? Um, I played the Zelda one, and then I played some other one that wasn't Zelda. Because the first one on Switch was um, um, Fire Emblem Warriors. That's the one I played okay. that, and I played the um, the Hyrule Warriors. And to me, Fire Emblem Warriors is better than Hyrule Warriors. But um, did you only play multiplayer, or did you play single player? I played a little bit single. I didn't like it, so I didn't play a lot. And I'm wondering, and it's not for everybody. It's very the Warriors games are very uh, action hack and slash you know button mashing and everything else. You go in there and you're you're a hero, and so instead of taking one on one, you're in there fighting a lot. Um, I am very cautiously optimistic about this game. One, it looks fantastic. It looks better than any Warriors games on the Switch does so far. Which granted, there's only two, but it looks amazing. Um, being that it's a prequel, and it's oh, a hundred yeah, years that's beforehand. That's my other thing. Okay, well, let me tell you, tell me why yeah. you don't like that first. Well, I thought it was going to be a sequel. Didn't they say it's going to be a sequel? Yes, and in the video, he did yeah, say... Yeah, in the video, he even said, we promised you a sequel. And he said, and to make sure, that, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said, to, to make sure that, that uh, the overworld that players have come to love, we want to make it even better, so it's going to take us a little bit more time to develop it. So it'll probably be a, I'm guessing it'll be like a March release of next year. Right. Um, along the side of, because that would be, you know, four years into the Switch lifespan, you know, if they're going to release a Switch Pro, it could be around that same time, you know, possibly. I just got all excited. You texted me saying that they came out with a new Zelda, and I was like, ooh, this is it. And then it was some Okay, so, so let game. me tell you why I'm excited. Uh, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about this game. Um, mm-hmm. So this takes place 100 years before Breath of the Wild. Breath of right. the Wild begins with Link waking up. With, you know, he doesn't have his memories, and he wakes up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets more powerful as you play the game. Uh, Link could not, in Breath of the Wild, when he first wakes up, go out and fight five guys at once. He tries to, and, and he dies a lot. Yeah. And you have a stick, and you mm-hmm. just die a lot. This takes place, if you think about it, I mean, we don't know the whole story of the, of the Calamity Wars and all this, but you get little pieces from Breath of the Wild. Imagine this. This is 100 years beforehand. This is the, um, the epicenter. This is the last, you know, major assault on on you know Hyrule from Ganon and all of his you know fiends right before Hyrule falls I was I just started thinking about that Doctor Who that episode we just watched uh, <laughs> Gallifrey Falls mm-hmm. <laughs> no <laughs> no um 
This is right before Hyrule Falls. And so if you think about it, um, Hyrule is, you're going to see areas that are that are not destroyed, that right now we only know them in their destroyed, fallen state. Um, everything's going to be more colorful because you have the good versus the bad. But you're going to see, think about, think about the Lord of the Rings movie. It's, mm-hmm. That's what I see in my head, where you're going to see Gandalf going out there. And, Except probably not as graphic. Right, but you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have yeah, Gandalf yeah, out there, yeah, and he's yeah. fighting off like a hundred mm-hmm. goblins at once or whatever. I can see Link in this game fighting off a hundred, well, it's a Warriors game, so fighting off a hundred, two hundred, you know, uh, enemies. And for the first time, you are you can also play as the four champions in the game. Which, that's pretty and cool. And so... Again, being champions, they're not going to waste their time on one-on-one skirmishes. They're going to go out there as the champions, as all the you know, Hy- Hyrule guards are falling and, and fighting and falling and dying and everything else. They're going to go right in this, like, you know, like, like land in the center of the, of the battlefield and just fight off 100 or 200 using their special abilities. And, the, you know, they, uh, they showed like uh, um, Garuk, is that his name? Garuk, yeah. Yeah, uh, with his, you know, big, you know, hammer and just wailing at people and using different special abilities and then uh, Mifa and then... Um, Which makes sense. What's the bird's name? Uh, my mind's growing blank right now. I knew all these earlier. It uh, starts with an R. Rivali. Rivali, yeah. Uh, they showed Rivali using his bow and attacking multiple people Which, as he's cool, jumping. Yeah. He sh- showed him using mm-hmm. Rivali's gel, jumping strip in the air and then just shooting everybody. So if this game follows a, a close storyline, here's what, again, cautiously optimistic... If they stick to an actual storyline and it starts with wherever it starts at, but then the end of it is like on a downer note to where, you know, it's hundred years beforehand. So it, Hyrule must fall. <laughs> um, Hyrule must fall in this game and it should end with Link going, you know, into hibernation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I if, if they follow that story and it's not just a warrior's hack and slash, but they follow that story and, and there's a reason why you're playing as the different characters at different times in the game and you're getting instructions from the king and you see Hyrule losing hope and everything else. It sounds like a dark game the way I'm describing it. But that's what I want from this. If right. It's going to be an actual prequel. So that's why I'm optimistic. Uh, I agree on the whole story thing. I think if they, they stick to the story and everything, um, which I'm... Pretty sure they will because they talked about how they got like the Zelda people to do the all, like, all the writing and the dialogue yeah. and everything. Yeah. So um, that makes it a little bit better that they're like, there's going to be a story. But part of what uh, Breath of the Wild, uh, part of what was so fun for of, of that game to me was the combat and just um, yeah, how you fought. I thought that was super duper cool. It was one of my favorite parts of the game. And all the combat. I'm sorry. All the uh, blocking and parrying right. and things like that. Yeah, no, they did stuff. show that in the in the trailer, though. Yeah, but they showed it's just fighting. Not... Here's how I think it's going to do. Uh... Here's how I think it's going to be in this game. I think you're going to fight the hundred and two hundred like you know hobgoblins running around and things like that. But then when a boss comes, like a Lionel or something, then it's going to be one on one, and you've got to get the, the, the you know the parrying down just right. You've got to get the blocking down just right. Right. Um. And so it looks like they are going to lean into you know some of that from Breath of the Wild. So again, cautiously optimistic here, but I would say this, and I mentioned mentioned this to you this morning when we watched that video. Um, I now that I've watched it a few times and thought about it, I don't think they could tell the prequel story of this without it being a Warriors game, because you need to have the literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and you know just thousands of you know all of the enemies and goblins and you know. I can't even think of all the different names of Breath of the Wild now. All the you know, yeah. but, uh, all the different types of guardians, you know, the different levels of them, you know, swarming you with a very few, you know, a handful of of, of you know good guys trying to defend. I don't. You couldn't do that in Breath of the Wild. They're just. It's not built for that. Warriors 
franchise is built for that. So I, this could just be another Hyrule Warrior game and be like, oh, that was a six. You know, that was fun to play, I guess. Yeah. Or this could be really, really good. Which is what I'm hoping for. So I'm hope. I mean, I'm going to set my expectations at an eight. I'm not expecting an, a nine. I'm definitely not expecting a 10. I'm not expecting a nine. I'm hoping for an eight. Just get a good, you know, great game in there. If it ends up being better than that, then go, you know, we'll power to us, fair. right? Yeah. All right. Well, that's all the news we had on that. Uh, we'll put links in the show notes where you can actually go and watch the uh, trailer, the Nintendo debut today, and you can see that uh, link right there in your podcast player. But let's move on now to Mario. So this is this does mark the 35th anniversary for Mario. And so Nintendo is celebrating like crazy. They have a whole website dedicated just to this. Um, pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. So we listed almost everything they talked about. Uh, not everything, everything, because they have a bunch of events happening. You just go to their website oh, yeah. and you'll see everything. Um, in fact, right, I'm going to give you that website right now. You can go to supermario35.com. And that's Super Mario spelled out. And then the numbers 35.com, all one word. And you can check that out, everything that we're about to mention in highlighting. But um, we want to pull out some of the, the things that really st- you know, stood out to us and then talk about them for a little bit because it was a mixed bag. I mean, there's games, crazy, there's Amiibos, yeah. there's RC cars, there's, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right when you thought they wouldn't do anything else, yeah. they, they brought something else out. So um, let me just go and read through some of these. And so Nintendo, again, is marking the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers with uh, all different kinds of products that goes beyond just games um so in a new video presentation released last thursday september 3rd nintendo detailed several games products and in-game events that are arriving for the 35th anniversary of super mario brothers this includes games new to the nintendo switch family of systems like and here we go down our list and and as we go down these i'm I'm gonna read these off just one off quickly and then we'll go into more detail uh super mario 3d all-stars which is something that we were talking about before two weeks ago that we were you know prediction of mine we were right on our predictions. Um, Super Mario 3D All-Stars is a collection of three Super Mario games of the modern era that include Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. They're also coming out with Super Mario Bros. 35. That's the name of the game. I mean, this goes right back to Nintendo's bad naming convention. Nintendo, <laughs> Switch, Nintendo Switch Online Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, yeah. Nintendo Switch Online Super Nintendo Entertainment System or whatever. Nice. <laughs> Long names. Uh, they're also the other game is Super Mario Brothers 35. This is a 35 player online battle in the world of the original Super Mario Brothers game. More on that here in a second. They're also bringing in Super Mario 3D World, which is from the Wii U, but they're adding on an additional uh, uh, gameplay to that, which is Bowser's Fury. Really excited to look at those. Um, additionally, they revealed uh, some other Mario experiences that are different which is uh, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Now, we talked about <laughs> how we were wanting to see Super Mar- or a uh, Mario Kart 9 mm-hmm. come out. This isn't that. Nope. This, uh, this isn't that. This is Nintendo being... Um, this is Nintendo doing what they do best. Now, is it going to be amazing, or is it going to be a flop? We don't know yet. But this is Nintendo being at their best. It's Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, which brings 
uh, the fun of the Mario Kart series to the real world using the Switch system t- to control real-life physical carts. Again, more on that here in a second. The video it looks, sounds ridiculous. It when sounds you say ridiculous. It, like that. it sounds ridiculous, but when you see it, it looks the pretty cool. The video made it look cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're also bringing uh, the classic Super Mario All All Stars, which was originally released on the SNES. That is now live now on the Nintendo Switch Online service, so you can play that for free. Just go update your app. Uh, that's really cool because it has uh, Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3, and the Lost Levels, um, all remastered, and, you know, better colors, 32-bit graphics, things like that. Um, and then they're also bringing uh, what Nintendo is calling Game & Watch Super Mario Brothers, and this is a new device by Nintendo, but it's just a remake of the retro Game & Watch systems that kind of was one of the first things that got Nintendo into the video game market. That's Pretty cool documentary if you want to go check that out. You just Google, Google that. Um, and it's coming with uh, three games. We'll get more on that here in a second. So um, seven different things that we just mentioned, seven different ways that they're celebrating Super Mario Brothers. And so let's take these, slowing down now. I know that was a mouthful throughout all at once there. Let's talk about these uh, one by one and talk about where we rate them and how we feel about them and everything else. And so the first one on this list uh, that is, I'm it's the number one, most highest rated for me personally. What, what did you rate this one at? The same. The same. Okay, so mm-hmm. we're both really excited about this. And that is the Super Mario 3D All-Stars. So let me just read from Nintendo's own website so we get all that in there and then we can discuss it. So it says, Optimized versions of 3D Mario games, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy are coming to Nintendo Switch in one package. And so this these would be the three Marios that span the last three, uh, or I'm sorry, the well, Three of the last four generations. So Nintendo 64 was Super Mario 64. Uh, the the uh, GameCube had uh, Super Mario Sunshine, and then the Wii had uh, Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. Now, it, it would be to note here that the 3D All-Stars is only coming with Galaxy 1. A lot of speculation around that. Why is it not coming with Galaxy 2, which is arguably a, a better game? Even though Galaxy was amazing, Galaxy 2 is a better game. I think Nintendo is going to do this and it's going to be selling great and then they're going to come out and sell Galaxy 2 as a standalone game. I just do. I think that'd be smart. I mean, I think they'll make money off of that. Um, here's the coolest thing about that, about this though. These games are being uh, optimized to some level. So in addition to having higher resolutions than their original versions, the games have been optimized for a smooth gameplay experience on Nintendo Switch. Super Mario 3D All-Stars also includes uh, an in-game music player mode to play music and songs from all three games. And so when I was looking at that, it's like when we're watching the YouTube video. Every time Mario music comes on, you just start dancing. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is what you need to do. You know, I thought it was funny when, I think the first game to do this was Smash Brothers. And they literally advertised it on YouTube as, on their direct, you know, some some teenager, you know, p- plugging their head, because there's no Bluetooth, but plugging in corded headphones, do you remember this? Into their Switch, turning their Switch into sleep mode so the screen goes off, dropping it in their backpack, and then like, Walking around oh. like they're heading to school or something, or away from just school, just listening to Smash uh, music. Uh, yeah, so you've got this. MP, <laughs> you got an MP3 player that's nice. you know, hello. This MP3 player that's the size of almost the size of well, yeah, it is the size of my forearm that you're plugging in headphones to, and like I'm gonna dock this in my backpack, and I've got my MP3 player going with me. Nope, nope. <laughs> just I, download the songs into your phone or something. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, hey. Hey, whatever. You've got it, right? Yeah. Well, this this game will have the same um, capability where you can put it in standby mode and listen to the music. Now, Yes. <laughs> Jaden's excited. <laughs> now, here's the interesting thing to me about this, okay? 
because this, so so as of right now, we're recording this episode. Uh, this is for September 9th. We're recording it actually on Tuesday, September 8th. And as of right now, uh, this is already the second best-selling game on Amazon. Okay, and that's just physical copy pre-orders. Second best game. Um, being beaten only by Animal Crossing, which I stand and will say this will still be the number one sell, best-selling game. This is already number two, and it's only been available for pre-order less than a week, and it's the second highest-rated or best-selling game on Amazon. That's pretty crazy. Now, here's what, so that's crazy, but here's what's real crazy to me. Uh, these are limited-time offers. So Nintendo is only producing um, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. According to what they're saying right now, will be an exclusive title for the Switch only from September 18th through the end of March 2021. So for, for six months. So you basically have six months to decide if you want this game. And during those six months, you can buy it physical, you can buy it digital, because they're even removing the digital off of the eShop after March 31st, 2021. Now, if you de- they did clarify that if you delete it off your system, you can always re-download it from your purchases, but you, there will be no new purchases. And I see, I can understand Nintendo doing that for the physical edition, but not the digital, because the physical, I think that's going to sell it in the first month and you're not gonna be able to get it right and they're they're just they're gonna stop they may do more i don't know but this is i mean anything they do with mario prints money it just just Mm -hmm. does and so as fast as this is selling on amazon why would they stop yeah i'm not really sure i can understand the third you know 35th anniversary but uh, yeah i think it's smart to not stop if it gets you money well this would be if i have a lemonade stand and i'm making lots of money for six months i don't know why i would not make money anymore and this could be a you know a push on nintendo of just like they did with the you know the classic nes and the classic snes where they sold them for a short time and they sold millions of units and then they stopped selling them all of a sudden could be the same thing they you know um i go digital in all my games but this is one that i will want oh yeah digital and physical because i want the, that the physical case, case and awesome. the cart and it does look it looks absolutely amazing so um Again, that's going to be launching September 18th. Uh, you can do pre-orders now live everywhere, digital and physical. I will say if you want physical, you probably put, should put your pre-order in now because um, this will sell out faster than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's priced at $59.99, which I am so good for. for. That's $60 for three incredible Mario games. Um, Mario Sunshine on the GameCube is one of my favorite Super Marios. It's definitely the most underrated in my opinion. <laughs> Kind of like the black sheep of the family. It's it's that cousin you don't like to talk about that you <laughs> you have that you know lives out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Mario Galaxy, phenomenal game. The music alone, that game makes me smile, mm. makes me happy again. And I hate to admit this on the show, but Super Mario sixty four, I have probably three hours of gameplay in that game. Period. I owned it back on my sixty four, but I was all about Perfect Dark, Golden Eye, um, and. Uh, Zelda, you know, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask. Those were the games I sucked my time into. And it was weird going to my first 3D Mario game. It was, I, I did, didn't transition well for me. <laughs> and I just couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around his face <laughs> and how he jumped and 3D controls. It was just, it was just different. Oh man, 3D oh, man. controls. Oh, man. But I am super stoked for this game. Cannot wait to play it. It comes out on Alicia's birthday. And by golly, that's what we're going to be doing for her birthday. We're going to play Mario. <laughs> Not sure if she would like that, but I mean. All right. Maybe. All right, let's move on. We'll Jay, see. take take the next one for us. All right, so um, yeah, so we're, we're you know we're rating these, and that first one was both our yeah that first one we just named was both our first that we're most excited for. Yes. So this next one is Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, um, which uh, we mentioned before. It's the one where you know it brings it to your house and all this and that. Mm-hmm. So this is my number two. 
Where is this for you? This is my number six. Wow. And I'll I'll, I'll explain why. Go ahead and uh, let's see here. Um, go ahead and read what's listed here from Nintendo okay, to give okay. people a better idea of what it is, and then right. we'll go into so, it. So Mario Kart Live Home Circuit was created in partnership with the. How do you say that? The, uh, I think it's uh, Valon. Valon. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Sure. Valon Studios Mario Kart Live Home Circuit brings the fun of the Mario Kart series into the real world by using the Nintendo Switch or Nintendo Switch Lite system to, oh, I didn't know that, that's cool, to race against opponents using a physical cart. The physical cart responds to boosts in-game and in real world, stops when hit with an item, and can be affected in different ways depending on the race. So pause. I'm going to pause you just for a second, so make sure people understand. Mm-hmm. This is an actual remote control car that, that looks like Mario Kart. Right. It looks like Mario, you can get two, Mario and you can buy a Luigi, and that's what it looks like. So everything Jaden's reading, this is talking about the physical cart that's it's, racing yeah, around it's, your it's house. It's a little, it's a like a, it's an actual thing you hold, and um, you, yeah, and so you basically, you play on well, your Switch, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, players race against, wait, nope, that's not what it says. Players place gates to create a custom course layout in their home where the only limit is their imagination. Wrong, but keep going. That's, no, imagination is the only limit. We'll talk about that. Go ahead. Uh, race against Koopalinks and Grand Prix. Unlock a variety of course customizations and costumes for Mario or Luigi and play with up to four players in local multiplayer mode. Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, which is available in a Mario set or Luigi set, launches on October 16th at a suggested retail price of $99.99. Yeah, so it's $99.99, Okay. Um, so let's pick this one apart a little bit. I... Um, you have it as number two for you. Oh yeah, uh, from that from that direct. Mm-hmm. I'm most excited. Um, I'm really excited about this, but I keep every time I g- get ready to rate it higher on my expectations from this direct. I, I'm going. It's not a direct. It was a more anniversary thing. But anyway, um, my my rating like out of the seven items, it falls back to a six. And here's why: um, we live in an older home. Um, it's a big home, an older home, and we have a lot of wood floors. So we have really downstairs we have a two floor two, two story home we really only have two rooms that we can play this in um when you watch the video this these cars don't look like they would handle carpet well at all definitely not a rug um you looks like you need a hard flat surface so like in our dining room if we lifted all the chairs up maybe they could go around there in one giant circle in our front living room area here i can see where we could do uh like a like a like a long straight away and then do some curves it, uh, it, did, it did show it on the video it going under tables and under chairs as so they are low profile so uh, this is an rc car probably about the same size uh maybe a little bit longer but close to the same size of, an, of a full actual switch actual switch in, in length a little wider obviously definitely taller and it looks like mario's driving a cart <laughs> and then right above his head there's an actual camera and so you i'm using i'm assuming you use the the car to drive it around to uh show you or so you can um line up your course right. it didn't say that but that's what i'm assuming kind of like the oculus quest how you mm-hmm. you know you, you define your parameters i think with a, you're going to use the remote control car to define where the track is um it looks really cool but like i said we have one good room for this nothing upstairs would work and so most people i know have a lot of carpet or carpet tile combinations or wood car- carpet combinations so 
I don't know how many homes this is actually going to work for. And then we definitely, I mean, it's going to be fun for one player, but it's really going to be fun for two players because this is using a, so there's a difference between virtual reality and augmented reality. And if you don't know the difference, here's basically the difference. Virtual reality, you put on a visor and all of your site is, you, you know, you, you don't see anything outside of what the, you see in the visor. So it's, it's, it's virtual. Augmented reality takes what you see and then augments it. And so like in real life, you'll see the car racing around seemingly on a just plain wood floor. Then you hold up your switch and then you see a virtual track on your switch while seeing your furniture in your house on your switch as well because it's transmitting all that data to you. So it's, you know, it's this augmented reality. Looks really cool. The only problem is to do it for two players. I've got to buy two of these things. That's $200 <laughs> for Mario Kart. Yeah. And for a Mario Kart that I don't even know if it's going to hold up very long and how it's going to last. You better believe if I buy one of these from Best Buy or GameStop, I'm adding the protection plan on it. Mm. Spending that much money yeah. on these. Padre, I got two things for so you. So those are the limitations. All right, go ahead. I'm going to blow your limitations out blow of the water. Blow my limitations out of the water. One, there's no point in worrying about other people's houses. If they buy it and they can't drive it, that's their fault. We don't have to worry about that. So who's Nintendo selling this to? Huh? Who is Nintendo selling this to? Oh, see, no, Padre, not everyone analyzes everything like you do. So they won't think, oh, man, I have carpets. It won't work. Every person that I know who would buy this because they like Mario Kart or they have kids mm, might have one room this is playable in and small rooms on top of that. Just saying. Right. But. Go ahead. That's them. All right. We don't need to worry I'll, about I'll give you that. I'll give you that. If we're getting this, then we have to worry about us. Th this room in here will be a, 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 a wonderful track. That's the second thing, Padre. This room would be good, but you're forgetting. We have a whole church that's like two minutes down the road that's huge. Oh, man. We can make some good courses. Uh, you're the pastor of, there. so we can kind of just walk in there. Some really cool courses up there. I am looking forward to doing it in this room, though. Like, seriously, like, those chairs, it should go under those chairs okay. Uh -huh. But even if it doesn't, you know, we so. could, we, you could, on the video, they, and we'll post links in the show notes. They have straightaways, they have figure eights, they have multiple curves. Uh, there will be cardboard, I think it listed in here, cardboard, uh, like, start lines and finish lines, things like that, and, like, bridges to go underneath. And, and, and it was really cool watching the video where you could throw a shell in the game, and just like in the game where your cart would spin out and then stop, in real life, as you're playing against whoever, if you get hit with a shell, your cart, you know, grinds to a halt as the other cart is or swim going past you, and mm -hmm. all the virtual cars are going past you. So it looks like, I mean, it looks like a lot of fun. I mean, if I if I had two hundred dollars just to throw at this, I would do it because it looks like it'd be a lot of fun. I just don't know if the value is going to be there. Um, this Which could, I agree. I think Nintendo could do really, really well with this. Um, I just. Don't yeah, I feel know. like this is one of those things where it's either going to do good, like yeah. really good, or it's going to just not it's, do good. Yeah, and, and I'm curious on the lag, how it's going to work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the the camera talking. I'm, I'm guessing it's Bluetooth. The camera talking to uh, the switch and all that. Um, we'll just have to find out. The reason this is rated so high for me is because I already love Mario Kart like a lot. It's one of my favorite games on the Switch, and so I think this is just. If this is, like, good and it works, I think this is going to be awesome. I, I do agree with you there. So the ratings we're doing are from 1 through 7 because there's 7 things that we're rating. So not, it's not like a 1 through 10 score. We're rating from our highest, you know, most excited to the least. And so, uh, Jaden, you gave that one a 2. I gave that one a 6. Um, let's move on to the next one here, which is the Game & Watch Super Mario Brothers Edition. So this new collectible device is inspired by the original Game & Watch systems that first released in 1980. 
The original handheld device included a game and could also be used as a watch to tell time. The original Game & Watch series sold more than 43 million units worldwide. Game & Watch Super Mario Bros. features a modern, you know, plus, or not plus, a D, they call it a plus control, but it's a, you know, like a D-pad. Right. Like on, I don't know why they call it plus, but it's a D-pad control. <laughs> Even in the video, they call it a plus control. Um, in addition to playing classic games, uh, Super Mario Bros. 1, Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels, uh, which is technically the, the second Super Mario Brothers that was released in Japan, and then a special version of Ball uh, with a Mario Makeover um, is all going to be on this game and watch. And it again, functions as a clock. So it's going to have three classic games on here. Uh, the original Super Mario Brothers, the original second one, which we call here in the state side the Lost Levels, but it was the second one. Very hard game. And then Ball. So um, I, I'm excited for this. This is launching November 13th. Uh, you can pre-order this in most places already, most regions. You cannot pre-purchase this yet in the U.S., and I'm getting more nervous every single day. I keep checking, and the reason is that they haven't received FCC final approval to sell this yet, um, which is kind of odd Uh-oh. that we're just a couple months away, oh, two, man. three months away. But, um, yeah, it's going to go for a retail price of $49.99. Um, I'm excited for this. I will definitely be picking one of these up just because of the whole collector's thing. This is ready. I'm Excitement level on this one is a two for me. Um, I Because I've always wanted an old classic game and watch, but they're expensive and hard to find in good condition. Um, and even though this is a remake, it's it's even the box looks like original box. And so I'm excited for this one. Um, do you have any desires for this whatsoever? <laughs> um, no, no, not not really. Um, yeah. No. Out of the seven announcements, where did this one rate for you at? The last one. This is my, I'm least favorite for this one. All right. Well, this is a two for me. Again, it is launching November 13th. Uh, suggested retail price of $49.99. I would say if you are interested, I would be... Uh, following Nintendo of America on Twitter or something so that you get daily updates, you know, by the minute even of when it goes live. This is one of those things that I, I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I'm confident that this thing will be sold out within the first 24 hours that pre-orders are live. I think so too. Um, it, at most it'll go two days. That's it. I just don't see it lasting very long. So super excited about that one. Uh, take the next one for us. All right. So this next one is Super Mario 3D World and um, Bowser's Fury. Uh, this is a multi- multiplayer mayhem pounces onto Nintendo Switch. This is the one where Mario puts on the cat suit and you're like, why a cat? Yeah, that, why? That's why he's pouncing. Like, why, even if they, like, why not like a cool cat, like a jaguar or a... Too scary. Like a tiger. It's gonna be for kids. Okay. Um, Move on. This enhanced... What? This enhanced... Oh, there's, there's, there's a serious typo right here. I'm very confused. You know, I, I copied and pasted this from Tim's <laughs> website, and they, what's that word I told you about? Um, they misspelled um, um, devastated. Devastated. It was like devastated. Devastated, yes. Devastated. <laughs> or devastate. Instead of being three syllables, devastated. No, instead of being four, it was three syllables, yeah. So here's another messed up This here. enhanced version, I'm guessing, yes. of Super Mario 3D World, which originally launched for the Wii U system, features co-op gameplay both online and through local mo- local multiplayer in a variety of creative levels. Additional details about what new things this game has to offer will be revealed later. Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury launches for Nintendo Switch on February 12th, 2021. So you have some time to you know, to get that one. Mm-hmm. Um, dates are all like jumping out at me right now. Like What do you mean? We're we're recording this episode for September 9th, so you know 2020 so it's like 99 and then this game comes out February 12th, 2021. So, you know, February 1, 2, 
comma or look at two this one. Way. So it's backwards. Um, February was two. So it's like two one two two zero two one. That's how I see everything's just yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, this is the the 3D Mario. Every generation has a 3D Mario. This was the 3D Mario to come out on the Wii U. Um, again, they're porting over a lot of Wii U games to the Switch. I'm fine with that because most pl- people didn't buy. A, I mean, roughly 13 million units sold for the Wii U. So I'm guessing. If you're listening to the show, you probably weren't one of them. You probably didn't even have a friend who had one. And if you did, you were in the minority. Um, and this, I'm sure this is going to be a great game. I haven't played this game either, uh, interestingly enough. Um, so I am looking forward to playing this one. Um, I'm more excited about Bowser's Fury because I'm excited what they can do with it. You know, this, It looked dark, and I like the idea of a dark 3D Mario game. Um, what did you rate for this one on your excitement level? Uh, six which is just one above the last one. And the reason for that... How dare you? Yeah, the reason for that is because um, they already, you know, they're coming out with the 3D All-Stars, which is the other, you know... Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Mario and Galaxy. Galaxy. Which, those are all 3D, also 3D Mario games. And I have Odyssey on my Switch already, so like... Odyssey is so good. Right, mm. so that just kind of... Uh, what's the word? Uh, it kind of just takes away from this game, I guess, which is why I'm not as excited. Cause like, so I can agree I with you know. on that. I, I rated this one as a five out of the seven announcements. This was five for me because, like you just said, that three pack coming. Um, having played Mario Odyssey, loved it. Um, pl- having played and beaten uh, Mario Galaxy on the Wii, and then Mario uh, uh, Sunshine Sunshine on the GameCube. Um, I am excited to go back to those. Never really played 64, so I'm excited to go back to those. When I get to the announcement of 3D World, I'm like, ugh, I feel like I'm in an all-you-can-eat buffet, and I'm, I'm Mario'd out at this point. So <laughs> I'm actually glad it doesn't come out until February of next year. That gives me plenty right, of time. time to, yeah. Right, so by the time it rolls around, I'll probably be ready for Mario, like a new Mario game. And for me, that will be a new Mario game. And for mm-hmm. most people who have a Switch, this will be a new Mario game for them <laughs> as well. <laughs> so, you know, for that, for that, I'm excited. Um yeah, they said more details will come out later. I'm, I'm, I didn't, I don't remember seeing a price listed. I'm assuming they're going to charge full price for this. That I'm not okay with. But every other Wii U port they brought over has been full price, so I guess I'm okay with that. Why are you not okay with that? I don't know. Because it's from the Wii. U. Probably because I feel like I'm getting so much Mario <laughs> over the next couple months. Well, it like, is their 35th anniversary. True. True. And, and they are adding on Bowser's Fury, which is nice. Which yeah. Add on. So I'm sure it'll be a full sixty dollar game. So anyway. Good luck to Nintendo. So, yeah. but and but but something well, else is being added yeah. with this game. Yeah. Go, go ahead, I'll let you take yeah, it. Yeah, going along with Super Mario 3D World, two new amiibos are being released from Nintendo. That's what I'm talking about. Um, right there. Cat Mario and Cat Peach um, will be released at the same time as the game. So uh, these are already on pre-order for me, and um, one day within 24 hours, uh, Mario was already uh, was it Mario Peach. I think it was Peach, which was odd to me. See, I don't understand this. But they were already sold out of the pre-orders. Which, that's crazy. But what I don't understand is why you would get, like, Cat Mario, but not Cat Peach. Like, I don't know. Amiibos are, like, collectibles, right? They're both ugly. Oh, yeah, they are. Like, these are two of the ugliest. I'm looking at all my Amiibos right now. We have every Amiibo except for one. Um, Porn player two. I mean, even even Mr. Game and Watch up there, you know, he's he's basic. But so the Cat Mario and the Cat Peach Amiibo that are coming out, they look oh, okay. 
They tried to make them look fuzzy. They tried to make like, them look furry and fuzzy. And yeah. what instead what they look like is that they're hard plastic and they look like think about like a home from the seventies and you've got, you know, the, the the popcorn spray on the ceiling. That's what the, they look like. They've been popcorn sprayed with that texture. <laughs> they they are they are dog ugly. Yeah. Um <laughs> they're cats. cats. <laughs> but um, you know, mine are pre ordered, so I'll have them. We gotta have them. Yeah, they'll sit up there on my, my shelf with all the other amiibo. Maybe they'll sit behind somebody. Uh, they have to sit over there, don't they? They're so ugly. We have all the uh, Breath okay. of the Wild oh, yeah. champions, yeah. We're yeah, they'll we'll sit over here. In the we'll make room. Area. Yeah, we, uh, golly, our army was taking up so much space. <laughs> We're taking the show uh, onto YouTube very soon, and then y'all will be able to see everything that we have. Oh, yeah, you'll see our setup. Yeah, you'll see all the Amiibos and all the other fun. gaming things, so, yeah. Um, so, let's move on from that. The other thing that they're doing for the 35th anniversary is that, again, because of we mentioned this earlier, Nintendo's wonderful, the minds in Nintendo when they come up with their, their gaming, you know, titles and headlines and all of this stuff. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 35, that's the name of the game. Super Mario Brothers 35 uh, will be coming on to your Switch. Yay! This is exclusive for Nintendo Switch online players. In this competitive online battle game, 35 players will compete to be the last Mario standing or running uh, enemies defeated will be sent to other players' courses, but that also works the other way around. Players can activate special items to try and outpace their opponents. Super Mario Bros. 35 launches on October 1st and will be a digital-only exclusive to all Switch Online members, so it's free. But here's the thing. The game's only playable until March 31st. Which, <laughs> Again, a time odd. exclusivity. And I, and I... Why? Because here's the thing. When they came out with Tetris 99, I've played it, and I, it's okay. I like Tetris. I don't like competitive Tetris, which is what it is. Um, it's you and 98 other players playing Tetris, and you can throw blocks and you know, things Tetris. back and forth. Oh, I love Tetris. And that's what this Mario game is, which is actually a lot of fun. It's the original Super Mario Brothers, and then there's 34 other you know mini screens like Tetris 99 around your main display, who and they're all playing Mario as well. So it's like you're all doing speed runs together. But you can defeat an enemy and send that defeated enemy over to another screen. And so you're constantly competing and throwing, you know, shells at each other, you know, not literally throwing it like Mario Kart, <laughs> but like if you, you know, jump on somebody, you can throw it to the other screen. And so I'm actually really excited for this. Um, oh, going backwards on the Amiibo, I'll mark that as a three oh, yeah, for me. Yeah, I was about to say that, yeah. Would you mark on Amiibo? Uh, it's a four. It's a three for me. And then Super Mario Bros. 35, I'm talking about right now, that's a four for me. Would you mark it as? Uh, my fifth one. Your fifth one. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm actually excited to play this. I want to play this. Um, I'm sad that it's take it's gonna be taken off the switch on the 31st though of next mm-hmm. year. I, I want this to be. We're, we've talked on the show before about the value of Nintendo Switch Online, and to me, this would be great value. It needs to mm-hmm. stay on the Switch. So I don't know why it's a timed thing. We should go work for Nintendo and be like, "Hey guys, as a consumer, I think see consumer. I'm in dollars and cents class right now, my freshman year, so I know these terms. Your fresh, hold on, your freshman year of high school, they're teaching you what dollars and cents are. Not like S. What, no, you wow, said, you said dollar and cents. Not like C E N T S. Like oh. common sense. Oh, like the dollar in common sense. Um. Sure. I am so okay. We've totally derailed. The yeah. Show. Anyways, coming um, back to this. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, this game you mentioned how you were all bummed out and everything that it's, uh, uh, what's man, limited. It, it, yeah, it's limited a limited time. time only. Um, I I don't really care that it's limited time because 
I think I would like this game, but only for a little bit. But but what if you get into it and you're like, this is actually pretty legit. I can't. I don't see myself doing that because because it's so like competitive. One thing that I really like about um, Mario games, whether it's 3D or uh, platformer, is that they're just very like to yourself, mm-hmm. and you can just do what you want, like go at your, your, your own, own pace, right. you know, like it's just you. <laughs> Um, very relaxing. This seems very, I could see myself getting very stressed and, uh, just the whole thing. Like I would just not enjoy, I feel like I would enjoy it for the first five minutes, but then after that, I would just be like tensing up and just hating it. No, here's what I am curious (laughs) about. They only showed the first level. So world one, level one. And I'm wondering if the game, the whole game literally is only world one, level one. If that is the case, I'm done with it by March. Like, I'm done. I would imagine it's only... I mean, that's a lot of balancing they're having to do to get it to work with 35 players. And so I'm curious, do you move on? Like, is it like... um, Oh, there's a popular game out right now called Fall Guys on PlayStation. Needs to come to Switch. I need need to show it to you. Um, A lot of fun. Is this going to be one of those games to where this starts off with 35 and then whoever's left standing still gets to go down the pipe to level 32, to level level 2 and like, maybe the first seven or eight people die and now you've got only like 28 Hmm. people playing and now you're going through world one level two and so on if that's the case i want this game that'd be (laughs) but if it's just the first level then i'm because they've only they only showed gameplay of the first level yeah and for some reason i'm kind of thinking it's only gonna be the first level i don't know i just if that's the case then hmm. i'm like yeah that's like a demo just get get that trash off yeah like i said i think i would just get really just stressed and not like it and also i'm not great at like platformers Right. And so I, f- I feel like I would just be bad at this game. So I feel like I just get frustrated because I just die the whole time. You Maybe. Know? Speaking of platformers, I want to, we'll talk about it here in a second, but I do want to spend some time talking about Shantae. Um, uh, all right. So the last announcement on here, or, or the last one we're talking about, the seventh announcement also gets a seventh rating for me, which, which I, I may actually change this. If Super Mario Brothers 35 is literally the only, like one level only, that get that's being demoted from a four down to a seven. Oh, in fact, the fact that it's being only a, a, for a short time, I'm demoting it right now. <laughs> you're not you're not a four to me. You are a what was my six? Dead to me. What was my six? Oh, doesn't matter. You're going to seven. Doesn't matter, man. And then so the next one and the last one is Super Mario All Stars, and so this is actually a pretty cool collection. So the classic Super NES uh, had a game called Super Mario All Stars that included. An upgraded 32-bit version of Super Mario Brothers, the first one, Super Mario Brothers, The Lost Levels, which is technically the second one. And then what we received stateside, which was Super Mario Brothers 2, and then Super Mario Brothers 3. So that's a total of four games, 1, 2, and 3, and The Lost Levels. All four games are enhanced, uh, oh, I'm sorry, not 32, 16-bit graphics. I My mind went left there for a second. The SNES is 16-bit systems. So from 8 to 16, they're more colorful. There's a little controversy around this a little bit because, you know, the blocks don't feel just right, and some ways that you could do in the first Mario Brothers, you, like little tricks and like jumping up through a wall to get to the top of certain levels, you can't do. But, but neither here nor there. This is a great package that's coming of four games upscaled to 16-bit graphics, so doubling from 8-bit, um, and that's available right now on the Nintendo Switch Online. So if you're a subscriber to the Nintendo Switch Online, just go to your Nintendo Switch Online Super Nintendo Entertainment System app. I had to say the whole name just because it annoys wow. me. Wow. 
uh, update it, and then the uh, this one game will appear as the Lost Levels, and or this this four pack of games. And so I'm excited about that. And that's not a timed exclusive. This should be on here for good. And so that's a cool way to go back and play those Mario those Mario games to breathe fresh life into oh, them. Yeah. I think so too. This um was is this is this is my third one on the list for what I'm really? most excited for. Yeah. Wow. Um and the reason for that is because I have never really been big into any Mario platformers. I was big into the one on the Wii. Right. New Super Mario Bros. Is that what it's called? New Super Mario Bros. on the Wii. On the Wii they had two Mario's. They had they had uh Super Mario Galaxy. Which was the 3D model. Oh, right, and then right, on right, the right. Wii's when they first started the whole uh, new Super Mario Brothers, yeah, yeah. which was that's uh, what I'm talking updated, about. you know, HD graphics of a 2D side scrolling. Mm-hmm. That's what I played, and I played that one a lot. I really enjoyed that game, and we actually got um, the one, the Wii U version or whatever on um, on the Switch, and we played that a little bit. So um, that's really the only like Mario 2D that I've played, right? Um, and so I'm excited to see what all these other, you know, these older ones are about because, like I said, I've never played any of the older ones. So I'm excited to try those out, see what they're all about. You said that the Lost Level ones is hard, so I'm not looking forward to that. But Oh, so so originally, um, after Mario was a huge success, Nintendo came out and they made a Super Mario Brothers 2, and it came out in Japan, but it wasn't released in the U.S., um, and it looked like Mario 1. Like, it didn't have the updated graphics of Mario 3 at all. It was Mario 1. But it was crazy hard. Crazy hard. And it was so hard, in fact, that um, at that time, Nintendo of America didn't think it would sell well here in the States. So instead, they took a different game. I can't remember the name of the title right now. We should do a history on Mario sometime. But anyway, uh, it was a different game entirely. Uh, and they brought that game... <laughs> Biography. They, they brought that game over to the United States and they reskinned it with Mario. So if you ever play Super Mario 1 and then Super Mario 2 here in the United States and then Super Mario 3, there's you, you go from 1 to 3 and you're like, it's the same Mario, just way better graphics and everything else, and cool abilities that you can tell they took a good formula and made it better. Super Mario Bros. 2 doesn't look like Mario at all. Uh, they're, they're all different, different sizes, different everything. And it's based off of a different game that they just reskinned for Mario. It's an imposter. It really is. It really is. It doesn't even look like a Mario game. Um, this is... Super Mario... Super Mario Brothers 2, 2? that we got in the States, yeah. Huh. Lost Levels is the official Super Mario Brothers 2 that we never got in the States until All-Stars came out. That's weird. Yeah, there's a cool documentary on it. I'll have to watch it with you all. You know, I had a thought earlier. Um, What's your thought? Actually, earlier on the show. Um, you were being mean to something. I don't remember what it was. It was one of these games or something, and I had the thought, this is why we America doesn't get the pre-ordered uh, bonus. You know what we were talking about a couple weeks ago? Right, how in the Europe they get bonuses? the yeah the bonuses and we don't get cool ones or whatever. You were dissing on one of their games or something, and it occurred to me. I wonder if Europe is mean to Nintendo. I wonder if Nintendo knows like wh- who's mean to them. I'm just saying because well, the U.S. Were, they 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 sell the U.S. is their largest market though. But what if we're mean to them and we're hurting their feelings? They're not going to no. give us better bonuses for that. No, that's not it. Yeah, we're not mean to them. Just a thought. Uh. Anyway, um, yeah, so those are our seven picks uh, from the announcements. There's also other events that are happening from now until March 2021. Many, many events to mark the 35th anniversary of Super Mario Brothers. You can find more info at supermario35.com. Again, we'll put those links in the show notes. Um, But, yeah, any final thoughts on Mario Um, turning 35? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Other than the fact that 
I'm pretty sure he's been at least 30 his whole lifespan. So I don't know how he's 35. Like there was never a game where he looked like he was in his 20s? No. I mean, except for the pixel ones because you can't really tell there. Well, if you but look like, at if you look at Mario One and then go to Mario Three, it looks like he actually gets younger in Mario Three. I don't know what those look like, <laughs> so I can't speak to those. But yeah, you are but, right. All the Mario's, he looks like he's probably in his like early thirties. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so I don't know how he's 35 right now, but well, because good for in, him in the Mushroom Kingdom, you don't age. Like oh, Peach, is that it? Peach never changes. Yeah, that blonde, that blonde hair she has. Mm-mm. No gray hairs, not a single gray hair on her head. And, 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 and all the times Bowser's come after her and everything else, she should be, like, gray. Bro, I don't know. Totally even. stressed. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, long time, it's a long time to be a plumber, though. I don't even remember what we were talking about. All right. Again, links to all this in the show notes. Super excited. This is making me really excited for next year, because next year is Zelda's 35th anniversary. Ooh. And I am, oh, I'm so excited. That'll be fun. I want, I want all the 3D Zelda's on Switch. I just want them all. I want, I want uh, all of them. Ocarina of Time, uh, Majora's Mask. I'm, I know I'm going to say this in the wrong order. Uh, Twilight Princess. Um, Link's Awakening. No. Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword. Um, and there's one more I'm missing on there. There's one more, one more. Look, uh, look at the Amiibos. It'll looking help at the Amiibos. Uh, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Masks, or 64. The Wind, oh, Wind, Ma- Wind Waker. Yeah. That's uh, GameCube. And then some of them crossed, you know, both of them. But <laughs> that's where you have um, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword. And gosh, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Maybe I'm not. Breath of the Wild. No. I just want those games over oh. on Switch, and I'd be super excited. Okay. Moving on from there, uh, let's talk quickly just about some games that we are playing. And um, actually, I take that back. You didn't put a list because last week was super heavy for you with school. Oh, yeah. um, I've been crazy busy. I actually did two, mm-hmm. I uh, officiated two uh, funerals in the last week and a half. And so, so it's been a busy it's been, past week. It's been very busy for us. Um, I have, though, been putting a lot of time into uh, several different Shantae games. And so we are scheduling, we're, we're going to do a whole theme show around Shantae. Um, I forgot how much I liked Shantae until I went back and started playing these games on the Switch. Um, so here in, not next week, uh, next week we're going to do a whole episode on retro gaming. We've got our Tiger Electronic handhelds in from the early 80s. I am so stoked to play those. And uh, let you, oh, not early 80s, excuse me, early 90s. I want to play those. I'm going to let you play them, see what you think. I just want to trade them off back and forth and play those. So next week's show is all going to be about retro gaming. And then in here in two weeks, we're going to do one all on Shantae. Uh, the half genie, and so super excited. Um, she she debuted on the Game Boy Color was simply just called Shantae. That was my first one. Um, I think I said Game Boy Advance last show, and I was wrong on that. It was the uh, Game Boy Color, but there's Shantae uh, Risky uh, Shantae Risky's Revenge, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, Shantae Half Genie Hero, and I think Shantae and the Seven Sirens is the last one. I think I need to go back and actually double check this. I will say this. Uh, this has been Shantae and uh, and the Seven, Seven Sirens, Sirens has been one of my absolute favorites. It's I, I don't remember I've I've enjoyed them all, but I don't remember any of them nailing the the um, magic. What I'm trying to say <laughs> the, the platforming, the platforming as well as this one does. It just it feels so good. Or I mean, maybe it's because it's on Switch, but it just feels so good. And so I've been going back and playing. Uh, some of the other ones on Switch, which is like Half Genie Hero and then um, The Pirate's Curse. Playing those, and we're going to do the whole show on the history on that. You'll have played it. 
by then because you don't have a history in that. But I'll talk about it. You'll talk about it. You know, pull out everything we have for Shantae and everything else. It's, it's, it's one of the games that put way forward, in my opinion, put way forward out there. And um, really fun game. I just really enjoyed it. So anyway, uh, more about that here in a couple of weeks. And so I do believe, yes, we have one indie corner. So let's go ahead and jump into that one. <laughs> So on, this week on Indie Corner, we only picked one game. There was a few out there. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and get one honorable mention out, out of the way. Um, I'm not going to talk about it I'm just uh, that much. just going to put it out there. There's a game called Mana Sparks. You can get it on the Switch, and I believe you can get it on Steam as well. It's normally $10, I think, on Switch, and right now you can get it for $0.99. Cents, and so you need to go get it. Um, don't want to talk a whole lot about it because I didn't add it in the show notes. Um, it's a fun game. It's probably a 7 for me out of 10. We'll do a more in-depth review later. I don't know why I'm even talking about it. It's a, it's a fun game. And, and for a dollar, I think you should go pick it up. I should have just put it on the show notes. But the one I did want to talk you about. You very mixed. Well, and like <laughs> when it first came out, there was a lot of performance issues on the Switch where it would begin to really slow grind down to a halt. Not, I mean, it wasn't game-breaking, but it, it was... Remember how uh, Kingdom New Land... Or not New Lands, but how just Kingdom was when it first came out? You got so far into the seasons, started getting snowing and all that level, or the, the, the months were in the winter months, and it would right. slow down. The game would, like, crawl, and you'd have to, like, shut the game down and restart it just to get the game to work. I don't remember that. You probably started playing after they patched it. Probably. They began to patch it. Well, Mana Sparks, similar, had their own issues, and so... Um, here, I'll pull it up here in a second. I'll, I'll give a better review on it. But anyway, Death Squared <laughs> is what I was going to talk about. We've reviewed it once on the show before. It's normally $24.99 on Switch. And I would say this game is every bit worth $24.99. Uh, it's multiplayer up to four players. It's one of the few games my wife will play with me. It's rated <laughs> E for everyone. Um, I've never seen it at this price. Right now, you can get it for $1.45. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, I was just looking at it. That's um, crazy. No, it's a crazy It's a crazy price. You can get it on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, Steam, iOS, and Android. Um, on the Switch, though, I'm just going to read what it says here on the features. Um, there's full voice acting, um, which is hilarious. There's the jokes in it every time you die or every time you... Basically, you're controlling this little robot that's a, that's a, a square, like a box, and as you go, um, you're going through these simulations that they're testing at this big company that you don't know anything about. It has, um, I think, 80 or just over 80 puzzling levels that go in the story mode. There's 40 four-player party levels, 30 vault levels that are really hard, um, and then they've added additional levels onto there, additional... Uh, colorblind options. I mean, they keep like improving this game for people to play. Um, one of the things that was really frustrating for us, we got about three quarters of the way through. The, we almost beat the game, actually. It's probably more than that. We were only lacking like, mm, probably like 15 levels out of like 80 plus. Um, and one of the most frustrating things to us was that you couldn't move the camera. You could like tweak it a little bit. Um, but, but we played oh, it yeah, straight through, and then we stopped playing uh, it. Yeah. Then they added full 360 camera. You turned the whole thing around, which huge for the game, because you could be walking behind a pillar that you can't see your guy, and you're like, I don't know. So you would have to like die on purpose just to define where the, where the path was, which was kind of stupid, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, so $1.45, normally $24.99. It's a great puzzle game. Uh, e for everyone. Nothing wrong with that game. You should totally pick it up. Lots of fun to be had there. I'm so see, you don't like puzzle games. Yeah. Like, but anyway, but Jay, that's episode 35 for us Woo-hoo. to commemorate. We planned this with the Nintendo a year in advance, so we'd have uh, episode 35 on 
Mario's 35th yep. anniversary. Y'all always hear me say that we should work for Nintendo. Little do y'all know, we really do, and we planned this out. If we did, then, I, then they should be giving us games rather than me buying all these games. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. And right. better pre-order bonuses, too. That's it. Um, that is going to wrap it up for this week. Again, be sure to follow us on Twitter at DadsGC and Facebook.com slash DadsGamingCorner. And uh, remember, everything we talked about, we'll have it in the show notes right there for you to link up to. And everything from Mario-related, it's going to be linked in there as well. Next week, we are going to be retro-theming the show up some. And so if you have uh, your own favorite retro games that you've played or any retro gaming you do today... We'd love to hear what you're playing and how you're playing it, rather be on an old system that you pull out of the closet or you're like through emulators on your PC or whatever it might be. Just I'd love to hear about it. You can drop us a line at hey dad at dadsgamingcorner.com. And you can also send your thoughts and you know your own comments and questions about the show there. And as always, uh, help us by subscribing on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to the show, and be sure to leave us a good star, a five-star review that helps us tremendously. But until next week, that's gonna wrap it up for us. Any last words, Jay? Happy birthday, Mario. Happy Is birthday, like, Mario. Like Luigi and Peach and them too, right? Um, No. No? I mean, Super the first Super Mario Brothers. Um, it had Luigi. That had Mario, Luigi, Peach. Um, that's so happy it. Happy birthday to Peach and Luigi too. Shout out to them. No one's paying attention to them. They don't pay attention to Mario. Well, Mario started it all. Like with, with Donkey Kong. But then again, you had, well, he had, he had a princess. Was was her name ever given actually as Peach? I don't know. We have to go back and look at that. Because I don't think she heard. I think it was just the princess you were trying to save. I don't know. But I do know it's called Super Mario Bros. So Luigi has just... If Luigi wasn't there, it'd be called Super Mario, which is not nearly well, as cool as Super Mario Bros. Well, on the Bros. graphic artwork for Super Mario Bros. 35th anniversary, does have everyone on there, so... Mm-hmm. See, everyone's being mean to Luigi, not counting him. Something like I that. I like Luigi. Whoa. I just heard myself echo really bad. I don't you, know if y'all you, heard that. You like Luigi? I do like Luigi. Yeah. He's cool. You're going to pay $100 so we can get the second Mario Kart that we need? No. Although, uh, actually, something I forgot <laughs> to mention is I'm disappointed that there's not any other, like, cars. Uh, I was excited for, like, a I'm Donkey not. Kong. Dude, you want me to spend $300 on this thing? No, you don't have to get all three because I would just... There's a weird echo going on or something. Cause what my, I'm, my what I'm hoping is that whatever, like, if I buy the Mario Kart, I can then also in-game play as Donkey Kong or something. But I doubt it. Yeah. It's going to be a Mario thing, and then it'll be a Luigi thing. That'll be it. I would be Luigi, though. Okay. Luigi's cool. All right. We got to end the show. Happy birthday, Mario. 